0: Hey guys and welcome to The One Up Project, we're simplifying all things finance and lifestyle in a relaxed environment. It's all just a bit of fun, so be sure to keep listening and let the content be a catalyst for your own self-improvement. Hello everyone, we are back this morning, or whenever you're listening to this, with another episode of The One Up Project, but this time it is just me, so Lucky you guys, you've clicked on the uh, episode where it's just going to be me today. So hopefully we can make this fun and entertaining. I feel ready for the day. I actually, to be honest, already feel puffed out. I don't know why. I think I came in with too much energy, but that's okay. We're going to keep going. I've had breakfast, had my Milo flakes. Thank God this isn't a health podcast because that wouldn't work out too well. Um, But today we're going to talk about a few tips and tricks, I suppose. I feel like that sounds so old and I don't know, we need another word for tips and tricks but a few hacks for creating a money mindset or just being a little bit more financially focused or aware of what's going on with your money Um, and I'm definitely no money expert or financial advisor or anything like that, I'm going to put that out now, Um, the only qualification I have that might be relevant is a bachelor in business majoring in accounting but even then that pretty much has no relevance to what I'm talking about here today. Um, These are just a few things that I myself have implemented um, to create a more financially focused lifestyle but then also a few things I'm wanting to implement this year as a result of hanging around some really awesome people and reading some really good books and they're just things I wanted to share with you guys and you can either take it or leave it and apply it how you like. Otherwise just listen to my voice and hopefully it's not annoying and enjoy the ride. Now I've actually got nine things to talk about today, it could have been ten but Just naturally, I only came up with sort of nine solid ones, so we're just going to stick with nine. Um, The first one being switch your beliefs about money. Um, You might have heard people talk about limiting beliefs before. Um, This can be about anything mental, health, um, daily life, um, or it can be about your money. So, an example of a limiting belief, or something you probably might say to yourself I know I definitely have, is I'm poor the classic, or I'll never be able to afford that, or no, I'm too poor, it's just not going to happen for me, Um, so with those beliefs, you kind of want to switch them around to being a lot more positive, so you want to start saying things like, I have what I need, I'm grateful for what my financial position is teaching me, I will be able to afford that, or, you know things like that that sort of switch it around um, and to some of you that might sound a bit woo-woo but I think it is really important to start having those beliefs around money in order to actually believe you will be able to do it because if you keep telling yourself you're poor you can't do it blah 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 as with anything you're not gonna be able to do it you know like you are what you say that's what I was always told if you say you can't do it you won't be able to do it so definitely switch those um, beliefs around a lot Um a few good tips around this can be found in the book Rich Dad Poor Dad which I know I'll end up talking a lot about on this podcast not this one specifically but just all throughout because it is such a good book. Um, If you haven't read it before it's basically a man named Robert Kiyosaki. He um, is quite wealthy now and he just speaks about his journey to creating that money mindset and how he sort of had two influences in his life his rich dad and his poor dad so his actual dad and the dad of one of his friends one being rich one being poor and then comparing their mindsets um finding the good and the bad in both and how that contributed to the way he thinks about money and how he's earned his wealth and it's just really important um to go and reading that book with an open mind because it teaches you a lot and it's definitely one of my favorite books um, for creating that money mindset and it's helped me a lot and a lot of these tips will come slightly as a result of this book um, but then some of them are just my own thing as well so something that is sort of taught in the book is that if you're thinking negatively about money you're already sabotaging your ability to become more financially free so if you've already got this negative mindset around the money you've got right now the money you're about to be earning then like I said you know, you're already having that negative feeling towards it, and therefore it probably won't improve for you, you want to start thinking positively, Um, there is a really good quote in this book that I think I'll read out, because it is super helpful, so basically it says in quotations, I can't afford it, also causes sadness, a helplessness that leads to despondency and often depression how can I afford it, opens up possibilities, excitements and dreams, which I just think is extremely relevant for this little tip because, you know, if you're saying I can't afford it, you're instantly closing yourself off to ever being able to afford that and it probably won't sound very very, realistic to you, whereas saying how can I afford it opens you up to practical ways of working out how you can afford it, you know, introducing a bit of an analytical mindset to your money and how you earn it and working out how you can afford things. Um, So it's honestly, I feel like that's simple and that can apply to so many things in your life. It doesn't just have to be your money. I think you can apply that to anything you do, whether it's your job or your hobby or your side hustle or whatever. Um, So you just wanna switch those limiting beliefs around money. We'll start this next tip off with a quote which says, a budget tells your money where to go rather than you wondering where it went. And I put this quote on my um, Instagram, the One Up Project Instagram, a while ago um, because I thought that it was just really uh, accurate and um, a good thing to remember when you're thinking about how to organise your money. So creating a budget will create a plan for your money. Um, you'll be able to see where it's going you'll feel more confident in what you have um, and therefore that might then help some of those limiting beliefs so I've got a basic template for a budget written written down which I'm going to tell you guys is a practical thing you can take away but I'll probably also put it on the Instagram um, so that you can screenshot there's heaps of these online you could just google it and one will come up Um, But I just thought I'd give you a basic one as well in case you can't be bothered googling because that's just an extra step, isn't it? So a basic template for a budget you have your total monthly income at the top then your compulsory expenses underneath and you just want to list those all out in a column do this on like an Excel spreadsheet or something And then from that you've got your remaining income Then under that you want to put what you're putting into savings and then what's left? Below that will be your discretionary income. So that's the income that you can use to spend on things like festivals, clothes, food when you go out, all that kind of thing. Um, And that's just super basic. You can find this on Google. It's nothing special, but might just be a helpful way for you to organise it, at least in your mind, and then maybe even in your notes. doesn't need to be a big thing if you're not really into that, you know. So with a budget... Budgets are great, but if you're creating a budget and you've already got bad spending habits or a terrible mindset behind money, it's not going to help you very much. You want to have a strong reason or a strong why as to why you want to have this budget, you know. You want to develop a really good goal to be financially stable, something that you're actually committed to and something that you Really, really want more than just I want to put extra cash so that I can do this. You know, it needs to sort of be related to you emotionally, just like how all our other spending is. Um, for example, if you buy like clothes for an event or something, that's an emotional purchase for you because you're like, I want to look good, I want to feel good, I want like this person to think I look good, I want this and that. You know, you relate it to other parts of your life, you want that goal to be the same thing for your money. I think a good way to think about it as well is is it's the same as wanting to go to the gym to lose weight or whatever you go to the gym for. It's a whole separate conversation. Um, But what is your connection to that? You know, like why do you want to lose weight? Why do you want to tone up? Why do you want to feel fitter? Why do you want to feel stronger? You know, you want to tie that emotional connection to the goal. Why is it important to you? you know, what difference will it make to your life if you achieve it, and then sort of visualize that, and how happy you'll be when you achieve it, what you'll feel when you achieve it, you know, Um, it won't, you're not going to meet those financial goals with no direction, so you want the direction of the budget, but even before that, you want the belief that you can achieve it, and the reason why, the third tip, be realistic, short and sharp, simple, we've heard this one before, SMART goals, we all know the acronym. But seriously, being realistic I think is important um, 100%. I personally like to set unrealistic goals because I'm just that person um, and then I don't stick to them. So there you go, exactly why we need to be realistic. Um, as sort of related to the gym Uh, example before saving money is similar to a diet you know you can't have huge weight loss goals for a short period of time because you'll end up binging on five blocks of creamy caramel you know in the middle of the night or just before you go to bed because you're like oh I'm not going to achieve it anyway so what's the point you know so it's the same with spending money if you're in glassons or you're in I don't know culture kings or something and you think oh well my money I've got this goal but I'm nowhere near achieving it and I'm here so I just want to have a good time in my life and live freely so I'm just going to spend the money because who cares and like that da, da, da. you know you don't want to think like that you want to think I've got the strong goal I can achieve it it's like right there in my graph so why aren't I just being that little bit extra disciplined on myself and saying no because this materialistic item is not going to make me as happy as the end goal that I have and that I've worked on. So, you know, want to make those goals realistic so that you stay motivated um, and that your confidence just increases with your money. You know, you'll feel proud of yourself um, that you could stick to it and then it'll just follow on positively for other goals that you have. Get rid of debt first. I feel like so many things articles and books I've read about saving money or just finance wise will always say get rid of debt first um obviously if we're talking about a student loan or you know your mortgage that's probably an unrealistic goal to have but you know after pay gone lay by see ya overdraft don't even go there um Of course, like you know, it might not be applicable for some people, but I'm talking about the realistic debt that you can get rid of in the short term, so maybe about six months to a year. You want to create a list of all that current debt that you think you'd be able to get rid of, um, and you just want to try and get that gone. There's no point in after paying the $60 top or phone case for 10 bucks a week over a six week period when you've got the $60 there. But, you know, you just don't want to spend it because it seems like a lot of money to you. If that seems like a lot of money to you and that's going to take a hit on your account in that moment, don't do it. Save up double that money in the next paycheck and then you'll be able to pay it off in bulk. You don't want to have these random afterpays and get into the habit of having debt all the time. That's honestly my opinion anyway. Like, people might have different opinions on that. Um, That's always how... I've thought about it and if you've got another opinion feel free to share it with me or send it to me because I'd like to know um, obviously things like credit scores and that sort of thing might come into debt but I'm just talking about purely the every day after pay overdraft that you know you probably could have done without you know you know you probably didn't need to get it but you got it anyway because of some sort of impulse decision next one pay with cash if you can it's physical it's visible it's real time you know it's an exchange of money for a good or a service you know what's going on you can see it right there in front of you you're making that physical connection with your money and then therefore you'll probably be less likely to hand it over to someone you know Um, I feel like this is one of the oldest tricks in the book I read this first in Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill Which is another famous, famous personal finance book Which I really need to reread that one actually Because it's one of those ones I feel like you should read every five years or so on Because it will only just start to make more sense as you get older Um, So yeah, pay with cash if you can I think that it will help you um, even if at, the, at every paycheck you take out, I don't know what people's budgets are like, but say you take out $300 for the week out of your paycheck and you're like, I'm just going to try and live off $300 this whole week and I've got it in cash. Once it's gone, it's gone. You probably need to pull out more money, but, you know, like try and stick to that $300 and see if you can just keep within it. Um, and then you'll probably find that you'll save a lot more money than you would have if you just had have had your paycheck in your account and you have like oh I've still got this much left so it's fine I've still got this much left so it's fine whereas with the cash you've got a lot less left so it probably won't be fine <laughs> and you'll be a lot more disciplined cut emotional spending and addictions wow I'm speaking to myself here when I say this as well you know cancel those unnecessary subscriptions um, try and avoid retail therapy definitely treat yourself like when it's necessary I think but um, just be smart about the emotional spending and addictions you have. Um, I feel like recently I've just started to get over an online shopping addiction where, like, the satisfaction of just getting something in the mail was more than receiving the actual product. Like, I just wanted to get something in, in the mail, and that was just ridiculous. And then I just decided, no, I'm not going to be online shopping for a while now because. I ended up just buying things and sending them back and buying things and sending them back just for that satisfaction. And that's just not like, that's just so stupid. Um, So yeah, you can't emotional spending and addictions. Work out why you are spending money on these things. Is it to increase your confidence? You know, are you buying these certain items because you want to look cooler? Um, You saw it on a sponsored post or, you know, you're doing it for some sort of reason. Why? Obviously, if it's a need, that's a completely different reason and probably won't even come into this emotional spending category anyway. um, You know, these are those unnecessary purchases that we all do. Um, You might even want to have a certain allowance every month for these unnecessary purchases um, just so you know you've kept and within those boundaries for yourself. You're not just going out spending like all this money on shit that you didn't need and you feel better for it because you know you've had your allowance and you've stuck to that um, and you don't need to feel guilty about those purchases you can totally just feel like happy that you've got them and no need to feel like it's affected your financial position whatsoever. okay research your bills and if you can buy things outright to avoid new debt research your bills so if um, your flat has always stuck to the same electricity bill and no one really looked at it, they just chose the easiest option or you've paid the same phone prepay bill or plan for years and it's so expensive but you've just never looked into it because, I don't know, you can't be bothered or you don't have time or whatever. You know, actually research those bills and try and find out, is that the cheapest one you could be on? You know, because probably not. There's probably a cheaper one somewhere. Um, and that might mean sacrificing the brand you like or you know something like that but is it really worth it to have that brand that you want of something when you could just be getting it for that little bit cheaper and saving that money that could come in for those um, emotional spending allowances or whatever so yeah research your bills um, and if you can buy things outright do it if you can buy your laptop outright if you can buy your phone outright without a plan and like a plan, you don't need a plan, then try and do that. You want to try and avoid creating new debt that isn't necessary. I've always been in a habit of this. I pretty much always buy everything outright. I don't think I've ever had to pay off like a laptop or a phone. And that's not because I'm like, oh, I've never had to pay off that because I always have the money. I just always save up for it. So if, I, if my phone breaks... And I really need a new one. I just won't get a new one until I've saved off enough money for a new, um, yeah, for the new one. Um, I'll just have a shitty phone until then, and that's just because I don't want to create that new debt for myself. And I'd rather have like three months of using a really shitty phone to then be able to just pay off the whole phone, then to get it straight away and have that debt, um, because I feel like the negative effect the debt has on me lasts a lot longer than the negative effect that having a shitty phone does, you know, I feel like that's just a short-term uh, sacrifice, not even really a sacrifice, like this is first world problems to the max, but you know, that's a short-term sacrifice for the long-term gain, whereas I feel like the buying it on a plan that you didn't need, this is if you don't need plans, you know, you can live off prepay, um, is a short-term gain for long-term pain in my opinion anyway um so yeah if you can buy things outright and research your bills analyze your behavior and create an understanding around need versus want behavior um so in an upcoming podcast uh, actually no that podcast has already been released we spoke about a few tips and tricks to uh, make your paycheck last longer Um, and we spoke about highlight highlighting transactions finding patterns in those transactions and just don't be scared to you know admit how you're spending so I think that's a really good point point. and then talking about the need versus want mentality I feel like it always sounds simple but when you're buying think could I live without this or could I live with something else that I've already got or that's cheaper and does the same or similar job um would it add relevant and extreme value to my life if I got the the best one available just understand yourself you know I feel like wanting to be financially stable is another step towards personal development if you're into personal development and self-development um, I think this is something that is definitely worth your time um, I think a lot of people don't want to talk about money or are scared of money or something but it's definitely very important to be educated on this um, just like it is to be educated on other things in personal development and self-development as well uh, so, yeah, um, understand your behavior. I think learn about yourself, take the time out for yourself to keep learning, um, and seek things um, for what you'll learn, you know, not what you'll earn <laughs> is um, another quote. Seek for what you'll learn, not what you'll earn. Um, and that's if you're in uni and you, you know, are just going to get one of those part time jobs, try and seek one that you'll learn some good, solid skills off. Um, I think that's important because when you get out into the working world then you'll want to have a high paying job and that kind of thing but at least you'll have a lot more skills that you can use to add value to your next workplace and the very last tip is to stay motivated and learn to be content Uh, Learning to be content that is something I'm working on and I think I'm getting better at to be honest but that is something I want to do a lot more of this year Um, in terms of staying motivated you know you want to find out what is going to motivate you is it a vision board? Is it positive affirmations? Is it good thought out goals that you have? Um, is it your why? Do you have a really strong why? Um, you know, we've all heard someone go on about being grateful in terms of learning to be content, but I don't. Uh, not practicing gratitude will set you up to have a negative money mindset. Um, I think you need to work out what you're grateful for and therefore other things that come into your life will be a blessing to you or a really big step up for you and you'll be able to be proud of yourself a lot easier and not beat yourself up for not being in the same position as someone else I think that's another good point, comparison is the thief of joy, Um, you definitely don't want to be comparing yourself to someone else's financial journey because everyone's got other shit going on, you never know what someone's got behind the scenes um what support they might have what lack of support they might have you do you you know you focus on your financial journey because you're doing the best you can do with what you've got um even if you're listening to this podcast you obviously care enough to improve yourself or you want to at least um so yeah just be proud of yourself and stay motivated and learn to be content is important um I think a good point along with that is money is not something to be hated or envied. Um the less I think of the less you put it on a pedestal, the more comfortable you'll feel with it and therefore the more of it you can attract into your life. I fully believe that. Um, I feel like sometimes a lot of us are grown up where money is like an evil or you know money's the root of all problems and people don't want to talk about it but I think being educated on it you'll then be able to um, attract it into your life and you'll just feel more positive about it and then having more of it won't become such a big thing for you you'll just be happy with what you've got and be able to be a lot more content with your life I think anyway so yeah um, another quote that sort of relates to the first point I said around creating that money mindset um, comes from Rich Dad Poor Dad again and it's just a section from the book I think I should read out because it really emphasises, you know, your ability to change your situation where, whereas it be your financial situation, mental health situation, physical health situation um, the same principle can be applied to that Um, Because all of this eventually ties in together, I think, anyway, you know. Um, Personal development, self-development, it all ties in together and you have the power to be the one that changes it. You have the ability, the skills, the talent to change your own life in the way that you want it to be. You can do anything if you set your mind to it and yeah I 100% believe that so um, I'm just going to read out this little snippet from the book which um, is titled take action and this will make a lot more sense if you read the actual book because he does speak about how to create that wealth for yourself Um, but he says with each dollar bill that enters your hand you and only you have the power to determine your destiny spend it foolishly and you choose to be poor spend it on liabilities and you join the middle class invest it in your mind and learn how to acquire assets and you'll be choosing Wealth as your goal and your future, and I think a lot of the things said in that little part relates to a lot of the themes that have run throughout some of the podcasts. Um, Investing in your mind, you know, that relates back to Sarah Hindle saying, "Always stay curious. You want to always be learning different things." invest in your learning in your mind um and that doesn't have to be uni you know that can be a job that can be a course that can be an article online that can be a book it does not have to be expensive um and it can be a podcast it can be anything um so yeah again with each dollar bill that enters your hand you and only you have the power to determine your destiny same with money same with mental health for example with every thought that enters your head you have the power to decide whether that's the truth or not you know you can decide um and you can tell yourself no (laughs) no this is how it is this is how I'm going to do it and this is how I'm going to succeed and I'm proud of myself for doing that. Um, So I believe that everyone can make a change in their life and I definitely think I can and I'm looking forward to seeing the things that um, I choose to do in the future because I just am a big believer that anything is possible. You can do anything you want and you can totally create the life that you want. So I hope that everyone got some sort of value out of this. Um, Again, I guess as a little disclaimer, I just wanna make sure that people know I'm not an expert. Um, I'm only 21 years old, so I hardly even have extreme life experience or anything, Um, but these are just things that I've learned, things that I want to apply and learn more about, Um, and I hope that you guys could also agree with me or share some sort of the same goals or values um, and that you aligned with it a little bit, because that's sort of what I want to create here with the um one up project is a community of people who think alike you might not be super into business you might not be super into money that's not the point um it's more about just wanting to be the best version of yourself and to keep learning about the things that we should be taught so yeah if you liked it send me a message uh, if you didn't like it send me a message and i hope you all have the most amazing rest of your day week month yeah all right see you later